Welcome back to the Mom Mentality Show. My name is Austin Chadwick and uh, Chris Lucian co-hosting. And uh, we're picking up uh, the series on uh, the seven habits. And uh, we're going to dive in today to the second habit and how we've kind of experienced it in kind of our mob programming context. And uh, yeah, uh, you know, what are your thoughts on uh, kicking off this topic? What comes to mind for you, Chris? Yeah, so the uh, the second habit from the book, uh is the beginning with the end in mind right um and uh kind of in a mobbing context um i think one thing that comes in comes to me is that maybe the collective the mob has maybe a different version of of the end in mind collectively than than an individual right so um you know uh what different varying levels of uh of belief in you know uh code quality clean code all that sort of stuff and you know maybe what things look like at the end um so you know maybe that that collective view i don't know how about how about yourself yeah 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 i definitely think uh the mob programming perspective makes it very collective and I guess just starting with kind of because I think in the seven habits, it like progress, it starts out as like very intentionally individual habits, and then it becomes more collective um, mm-hmm. as it goes. But I think the second habit does directly apply to the collective, but kind of starting off with individual, like uh, I like his quote where he says uh, it's what he calls the activity trap, you know, where uh, you just work harder and harder and you climb the ladder but the latter may be uh, leaning against the wrong wall, right? And mm. uh, I think he, so he went into like a rainforest illustration. I really liked it because it's like, you know, you have a team, you know, navigating through the forest and, uh, you know, the manager might hire, you know, more machete cutters. And then he develops a really efficient lean, you know, process to like cut through stuff really fast. And they make, they go at tons of speed. But at the end of the day, they went nowhere because they had no direction. I'm like, where were they trying to go? Right. So yeah. they very efficiently went nowhere. <laughs> um, and uh, I think, you know, it's, it's, it is super helpful personally. Um, and but I think jumping right into kind of the mobbing context, uh, I've had some recent experiences talking with people in mob programming uh, who um within a mob have felt that the mob felt very unstable. And I think it, in what we ended up doing we, in that conversation was talking a lot about the second habit um, because like, well, what's, what's the center uh, you know, I think in the book, he puts it more as a question, like what's the center of your life? Like what's the, your source of security guidance, wisdom, you know, kind of thing for uh, the team or the mob. And I, from what I could gather, he was describing a, product owner centered uh, mob. And what I like about the seven habits book is he, he talked about the pros and cons of whatever your North star or center is. And uh, the author's opinion was basically anything that's a person centered is going to be very fickle. And uh, you know, it'll work for some things like, Oh, today it made the product owner happy, but tomorrow he's sad. You know what I mean? And um and it made it very unstable. <laughs> and, you know, you might be working on one thing and then jump without finishing context in another thing. Right. And yeah. Um, so, yeah. And so um, it really became it was applicable for me before, but it really jumped out as applicable in a mob context or a team context. Um, 
And I don't know, have you seen anything like that where maybe a mob or team's North Star is off and it leads to problems? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, so so there's definitely, um, I, I've seen the the anti-pattern, I've seen many anti-patterns uh, before, you know, and, and so, you know, principle-centered might be, um, you know, like focusing around maybe Kanban, right? Like, like single item in process and, 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 you know, scout rule and all, all the other principles that, you know, might be there. Um, and uh, where, you know, if you're product owner centered, then maybe you sacrifice on some of those principles, you know, and, and, and lose some of the longer term um, uh, systematic benefits of, you know, saying, Hey, we're going to do clean code. We're going to prioritize based on the highest cost of delay. I also think that like, product owner focused mobs i i i will see them do whatever the product owner says and not challenge right and and so i think um you know one big thing is just this you know psychological safety and being able to say like hey i don't think we should be working on that right now here's the alternative and and you know coming coming back from that but you know in general you know product owners do facilitate uh, businesses that have a hard time prioritizing to have a singular focus for, um, and maybe a, like a voice of a customer, for example. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, um, there, uh, you know, that voice can be really overpowering. And so I, I think, you know, principle focused mobs will, um, or, or centered mobs will, uh, I think be able to begin with the end in mind because their principles will lead to you know certain things so so rather than the product owner tells us what to do it's let's work as a team to achieve delivery on valuable working software with the uh the highest cost of delay and a long-term sustainable focus right yes um yeah. and, and then you have the conversations and it becomes a dialogue instead of this like one-way thing um another thing that i i you know I really liked the comments in the book about uh, the enemy-centered people, right? Mm -hmm. So, so this was a, uh, and, and this is kind of something that that was, uh, you know, pretty interesting. Is um, I've seen individual mobbers, um, you know, so so it, like historically we've just used the law of personal mobility. If, if you're not learning and you're not contributing, go to a different mob. Um, I have seen people go into a mobbing environment and just be uh upset with everyone else's capability and 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 it and they grew to uh you know kind of create an enemy on every mob they joined and and would go from mob to mob you know trying to find the right people but they were so focused on how other people were acting that it was not only destroying the mob's productivity but it was it was destroying their own effectiveness and so um, I think a lot of that like enemy centered um, uh, examples that were in the seven habits book, like really apply <laughs> to uh, in, like, being an individual in a mob uh, yeah. and, you know, you know, having just really good principles rather than uh, focusing on the like inefficiencies or ineffectiveness of others or something along those lines. And, and, and typically I think that it, it generally was just, uh, you know, either situational or, or manufactured within their mind. And they could have just spent some time either coaching or training or, or, you know, um, 
rather than just being upset about how everyone around them was ineffective. So I've seen that happen. And, uh, and so that whole section of the chapter really resonated for me because I thought back to those stories uh, um, quite often when reading the book. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I've seen that too. And I think the commonality between uh, your example, and my example was, I think the point he was trying to make in the book is the person could be an incredible person because it wasn't meant to be mm-hmm. like a PO bashing session or anything like that. Like it could be an incredible PO or even if I'm the PO, I don't want the development team or the mob to be centered on me. You know, like that's uh that's asking as a recipe for, for problems. Right. Um, and so, and that's just because um, you know, we, we we're all, we're all flawed. Right. And so um, there should be something guiding us than just, you know, uh, getting back at someone else, like kind of the enemy centered or even friend centered, just making someone else happy. Right. Um, and so I think it leads to, one objective inefficiencies from like a lean perspective, but two, um, it leads to kind of inner emotional turmoil because you you don't you're you're chasing a moving target that may not make sense. Like yeah. I'm a person, I often won't make sense in how I react to things. Um, and so, what I really like how he proposed a principled centered approach, and he had his own like metaphysical or theological opinion on what that looked like. Um, but the basic idea was that it's you're basing it on something that's unchanging, right? And so, and it's like a it's like a foothold or a platform or a strong point to stand on to then enter into the team, right? And you know, like you said, use it as a foundation to have a dialogue with the product owner and discuss, you know, what you agree with and maybe what you don't agree with. Uh, discuss issues with the team from a principal perspective. Like it's it's good to notice, you know, that there's issues going on. But if someone else's problems is the center of your life, then that's going <laughs> to be very be very high in turmoil, right? And so, yeah. where if you know continuous improvement and like you said, psychological safety and radical candor are more like the principles that are guiding you. You can say like, ah, oh, at the end of the day, maybe our you know mob or team didn't do well or there were issues, but you know, I did my best to follow the the principles and help, you know, and, um, and yeah. And so I think for me, whenever I feel like, for lack of a better term, I think it's like thrashing where you kind of see like, uh, you can feel the emotion of a team or mob that's kind of uh, maybe jumping back and forth between things and uh, confusion is probably another emotion you can feel in a team uh and uh, frustration and i think that's the benefit of mob programming because it in one sense like a lot of things interpersonally and with the team it amplifies it right which is which is hard in one degree but if i go back to my solo development days uh this kind of stuff was happening but it was much harder to address because you're not it's you know you might meet with someone once a day and be like wow that person seemed uh, confused and frustrated, right? You know, <laughs> in at the stand-up or something, right? And you can reach out and try to help. But when you're in a mob, you kind of experience all facets of it, right? And you can see, you can ask questions and you're already all together and you don't feel like you're interrupting someone or taking away from their story point time that they need to complete to get their estimate done or something um, to find out like why they're responding the way they are. And uh, so I, you know, some North star questions came to mind for me is kind of like, Hey, what are we trying to accomplish as a group? Like, and maybe do the seven whys on that. (laughs) Right. 
because uh, if the answer is because so-and-so said so, then it's kind of like, okay, well, <laughs> why, yeah. do, why should we do whatever? Very shallow answer. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, and so, um, you know, what principles are guiding us? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. What, what are things you've seen help uh, reorient a mob and help them find their North Star? <laughs> yeah, um, so so the, the, the five whys is like for sure the five, seven whys, however many. Did I say seven? Now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, numbers five yeah yeah no uh yeah the seven habits five ways um <laughs> no but uh yeah so so you know i do think it's kind of like a um you know there's like the simon cynic you know start with why and the the golden circle stuff and all that um as well uh and then i also think that um you know cult culturally speaking like as as groups or departments have turnover you you have like this this disjointedness so like you know kind of this idea of chartering um is uh is a good one is is you know if a team stabilizes then then you you have an opportunity for that um i also think that uh reframing is really really good so uh, you know often i'll see um you know, short, shorter term thinking. And then, and, and so, uh, you know, I, I lean heavily on the ship of Theseus analogy of, of, you know, if the software product is the ship and the people on the software product are the planks of wood, and given the original analogy is, is the software you started with before anyone here worked here before, uh, the same software as it is today, as it will be after you retire. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, I, I, I think often I, I get people, um, you know, kind of saying, oh, well, the, the, maybe there's a misalignment with kind of what I'm doing now to that idea. So, so those are maybe three strategies that I think three or four strategies that I think uh, have been pretty effective. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot because it, you know, um, as opposed to, uh, you know, get out your machete and chop more stuff yeah. in our way. For the next five minutes as the north star it's more like uh you know finding our way home because we're lost in the rainforest right you know <laughs> and like sustainably not for the next five minutes but for you know as long as we need to journey right and so that would change how you slice and dice and that would change how you write code taking the analogy back to code um and i i think um kind of after like you know just in curiosity asking a lot of questions to understand why their North Star is what it is. I kind of like doing what um, was talked about in the Trillion Dollar Coach book, and I can put a link in the show notes there, where they were saying when they came uh, to uh, this particular coach uh, that the book was about, he he would often, he would, you know, like he would give his opinion often, and, and I'll do that in the mob as well, but he would often give his opinion, but then start storytelling. <laughs> And that's yeah. something like I like to do too. It's just to be like, you know, not like, all right, sit down, look, look, listen, listen. I'm going to tell a story for, you know, 20 minutes, but it's more just like, yeah, I've done that before where that's my North star and this is how it turned out. And then when I use these things as my North star, you know, whether it's extreme programming or, um, you know, outcome over output type stuff, um, I've seen these kind of outcomes and these kind of benefits. Um, what do you all think about shifting in this direction, you know, and, and, you know, I think like, like we were talking about in other episodes, uh, there's a problem where some people come into the industry and don't have 
the 10 years of uh, <laughs> bad experiences. And so it might, someone might need to pass this on to the next generation that like, yeah. you don't, you don't need to live it out to know, to not go down that route. And sometimes people do, and that's fine. You can run the experiment, but um, I think there's a lot of benefit in learning from history, you know, um, yep. not being controlled by history, but um, at least considering it yeah. <laughs> that, Hey, here's someone else that I work with. We've developed good trust. They've had this experience. I should consider that for how we pick our North star for this, for this task or something. But um, yeah, I don't know. That, that kind of rounds out everything I had to share. I mean, you got anything else, Chris, before we close? Uh, yeah, no, I would just say, uh, you know, identify what your principles are and, and, yep. uh, and also try and figure out if you're paying attention too too much attention or you're centering too much around something else that's, you know, maybe uh, distracting from those principles. And, and you know, I, I think that it's uh, there's there's the mob level of this and then there's the individual level and being an individual is part of a mob. And uh, yep. yeah, you don't you don't want to obsess over your fellow mobbers uh, or, you know, I, I think obsessing over the principles and influencing based on those principles is is a great way to move things forward. So that's it for me. All right. Right on. Well, uh, please like and subscribe and uh, please share this with anybody you feel like uh, is on a journey with us looking for their North Star. And uh, uh, yeah, we'd love to hear your thoughts on, you know, whether high level uh, philosophical stuff on the the second habit or you know concrete things you've seen help out teams and mobs uh, uh, find their way and uh, how that's went for them so uh, until next time mob on everyone and have a good one talk to you later bye bye everybody